0: The world around you is beset by deadly problems. Learn how to solve world problems by identifying the original cause, by studying how things developed from the beginning. Next, on The Key of David with Gerald Flurry.
1: Greetings everyone. Herbert W. Armstrong repeatedly discussed the uh, two trees of Genesis, chapters 1 through 3, and he taught me one of the greatest lessons of my life With those in those uh, chapters. And he talked about the two special symbolic trees and what their tremendous significance was. Why were they so significant? Why were these two trees so important to the whole world? Notice what he said, and I'll just quote here, he said, The real significance of these two symbolic trees explains the very FOUNDATION of the WORLD. The very FOUNDATION of the WORLD in them is the answer to the great mystery of our time in this modern twentieth century. And then he went on to talk about how we've made such progress by flying to the moon and creating all kinds of technological marvels. And producing computers and all of that, and yet we have no peace in this world. No peace. Now, why is that? Well, it gets back to those two symbolic trees. Notice another short quote discussing this, and he's doing it in Mystery of the Ages. He said, We cannot understand the mystery of today's events and conditions unless we go back to the very foundation of the world and learn what developed from its origin and to the pulsating, confused present. Now this is one of the most important subjects you could possibly get into. Two Symbolic Trees explains the very foundation of the WORLD, whether it's good or bad. We certainly have this mystery of events and foundation, and we don't understand why we have all these problems and it gets back to those two trees it gets back to those two trees and the very foundation of this world we either have a successful result or we have a colossal disaster which is what you see in this, in this world today and it's because we chose the wrong tree there is the tree of life, and the other one can certainly be called the tree of death because it poses all kinds of problems. The tree of the knowledge of good and evil. It's that evil that uh, really subjects us to all kinds of difficulties. If you look at these two trees, and I think that Herbert Armstrong, and knowing him and knowing how he studied the bible that i think he got this very concept from the epistles of john john talked about that and just repeated it over and over about from the beginning you have to get you have to get to the right beginning to understand these great events and great issues that we face today see The uh, Apostle John really hit it very hard, and he, he just talked repeatedly about from the beginning, from the beginning, from the beginning, over and over. Notice that in verse John 1 and verse 1. Notice this great vision that we all need to understand, that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life, the word of life. Well that's what we need. the word of life from the beginnings. you see uh, they had the, uh, a, a, a man on this earth that was the word, that word came to this earth. and here the disciples. Were able to handle him, touch him. I guess they they were almost uh, staring at him at times, because this was the word that had come to this earth, and they could talk to him and touch him and and spend time with him day after day. And they it was just astounding how they what they thought about that. So well, what what is this that we're a part of? That this great eternal God, the Word, the spokesman of the Godhead, there was God and the Word, and here they have the Word before them, and if you think that isn't something to stir your mind, well then uh well, I guess we don't picture that the way we should. we don't understand it, but this is truly inspiring when you stop to think about it, but they 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 Look to this this being of God and the Word. They looked back to that time before there were any angels, before there was any universe, and here this Word had come to the Earth because, well, what they did with the angels didn't work out, and He had to come back with a new plan. He had to show us that He was going to recreate Himself in man. If you can comprehend that, that was not a dream. That was reality. And it still is reality today. The word is capitalized. The W is because, well, it needs to be capitalized because it's God, the God who came to this earth and became a God in a human being. Notice John 1 and verse 1, another related verse here. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. So, this is God's perspective that you're getting. God's perspective, that's the overview. That's what we want to see, not what men see, but what does God see? And why did He give us that tree of life? And oh, how tremendously important that is to understand. Thayer's lexicon talks about this doctrine which he, the Father, commanded to be delivered and the things spoken. That was a message from now God the Father. Well, how did that happen? Well, we'll see in a few moments. And here on this earth was his son. Who was the one that was the Word, and of course still is. He is the spokesman of the Godhead or the God family. So here's something you need to understand, and I need to repeat this John was the only New Testament writer to designate Christ as the Word. John was the only New Testament writer to designate Christ as the Word. I think this is a great. Lesson to help you build wisdom and understanding. There's no doubt in my mind about that. This will help you do that if you learn to go back and, and, and study and pray from the beginning on these big, major issues. That's what John is talking about, and what, it's what Mr. Armstrong was talking about. You have to go back and work from the beginning. It's a somewhat like a movie if you come in past the introduction or in the middle of the movie you don't know what's going on you're very, it's very vague and you don't understand a lot so we have to go and work from the beginning and then work forward to under- to build in that way and to study God's word in that way. Here is the ultimate beginning that we're looking at. They wanted to go back and, and John talked to Jesus Christ personally a lot of his time. And he had the ultimate beginning in his mind. Took us all the way back to the Word when there were there was nothing but God and that Word, and that's it. So if you want to understand uh, all of this, then you have to understand who this being was that came to them in the flesh. And he was called the Son of God, and we will see why in a, in a minute or two. But you need to really ponder this. I do, we all do, we need to understand the depth of it much more because it is profound. But it, this is real. This is the reality of this world. This is not a dream. It's not a fantasy. This is what our lives are all about and why we are here. God is recreating Himself in man because the angels couldn't rule the universe. And God said, Only I can do that. So He's recreating Himself in us. If you can really, really believe that because it's, the Bible is full of it and full of those uh, scriptures that explain that. Now, if you look at First John 1 and verse 1 again, it talks about from the beginning there, but then in Revelation 19 and verse 13, notice this, this is still about the Word. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Well, here you have from the beginning, see, you have the Word that came, and He had a vesture, He had apparel, or clothing that He dipped in blood. He, he spilled His blood to pay for our sins and give us an opportunity to have eternal glory. And to rule with Him, uh, the first fruits, anyhow, those called out before the second coming. Even have the opportunity to share David's throne with him for all eternity, for a thousand years, and then rule over the universe after that. We can't forget this. A vesture or an apparel dipped in blood. Remember that. Go back to that beginning. We need to have these great beginnings in our minds. And that's why John would keep repeating them from the beginning. Go back to that beginning. And then you'll understand it if you study from there on out. And that's the way to build and build the tree of life in your own life. We must not forget that. You know about John 3 and verse. 16, where it talks about God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in Him should not perish, but have everlasting life. That's your future. That's our future if we want it. And we certainly uh, should want this. It, of all desires, this should be number one. But if if you uh, Again, uh, we have to study our Bibles and pray fervently and study those Bibles very hard to see what God did for us and go back to that beginning and really be thankful to God and thank Him daily for the opportunity to be a part of this and understand this future and have such a profound meaning in your life about why you are here. How precious is that? God doesn't want us to perish. That's what this is all about. We're here on this Earth to receive eternal glory, He says. And He gave His only begotten Son to take a risk in losing that life to pay for our sins. And He was brutally beaten and crucified as He was steeped. His vesture was steeped in blood. So we have to remember that from the beginning for sure. But, so, but do, do we BELIEVE in Him? Do we BELIEVE His Word? Do we BELIEVE what He says? We should. He says He'll give you the faith and whatever you need to do that, whatever power you need, but we have to BELIEVE God, and that is critical. Let's go to another scripture in 1 John 2 and verse 24. Here's what it says Let that therefore abide in you which you have heard from the beginning. Oh, you heard it from the beginning. Which beginning? If that which you have heard from the beginning shall remain in you, you also shall continue in the Son and in the Father. Well, here's the son and the father. Now it's it's a father and son. It's not God and the Word. Well, how did that happen? Where did where did that transition happen? Well, God certainly tells us. When did the father begin? We need to go back to that beginning. And when did the son begin? Well, we have to go back to that beginning. The gospel uh, means the good news of the coming. Family of God, or Kingdom of God, God is building a family! Father, Son, and what else? Well, the Word was made the Son. He was made the Son because of the begettal of the Father in Mary, the Virgin Mary. So His Son was begotten. That made the Father the Father. <laughs> that made Him the Father. That made God the Father. And here we have the beginning of the God family, the beginning of it. And where is this all leading? Well, let's notice Hebrews 2, verses 9 and 10. Here it talks about Jesus was made a little lower than the angels when He came to this earth and uh, that he was to taste death for every man. And then verse 10 reads, For it became him for whom are all things, and by whom are all things, in bringing many sons unto glory, to make the captain of their salvation perfect through sufferings. See, now you have the MANY sons coming into glory. Now, if you check, really, the uh, Trinity doctrine you will find that they they uh, limit the god beings to 3 but that's that's not what the bible teaches god says there's a father and the son and they're opening it up to billions of sons many sons of glory that is the gospel we have to see that this this was opened up to us so we could all become sons of god that isn't just so inspiring. It's hard to to really fathom it and get it into your mind. But did you know that the only hope in this world is in the resurrection? Most of humanity humanity are going to be resurrected in the last great day, or the last that that last holy day that, uh, and if you don't know about the holy days you need, uh, holidays or God's holy days, which? Our booklet. And it will show you God's master plan for mankind. and it is breathtaking. It truly is. Now, First John two and verse 13. I write unto you, fathers, because you have known that is from the beginning. I write unto you, young men, you have overcome the wicked one. And then on down to verse 14, it says, I have written unto you, young men, because you are strong, and the word of God abides in you, and you have overcome the wicked one. Well, we have to overcome the devil in this world and in this life. And then 1 John 3 and verse 8, it says, he that commits sin is of the devil. Here's another from the beginning. Well, we need to know about the, the beginning of the devil. What, what's that about? Well, you have to go from the beginning and go back to that and study from there, and then you can build a tremendous subject that is important to your salvation. He that commits sin is of the devil, for the devil sins from the beginning. For this purpose the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. See, Satan sinned from the beginning. Did you realize that that this great being once ruled the Earth? Now notice Ezekiel 28 and verse 15, You were perfect in your ways from the day that you were created, till Iniquity or lawlessness was found in you. Oh, he didn't like God's government. He was here to rule the earth, but he and one third of the angels failed and became Satan and the demons. And you can see how uh, that he he had wisdom, as I mentioned earlier, and, and this, and, and yet he lost that wisdom. God taught him wisdom, and He wants to teach you wisdom and understanding these precious truths about the two trees in all of these uh, related subjects from the beginning. if You can see in Revelation 3 and verse 21 that we have to overcome as Christ overcame. He had to overcome Satan the devil and he fasted forty days and forty nights before he did that. So again, you see, God takes us back to uh, the very beginning where the two TREES are. We have to, I tell you, we have to understand this and realize what it means to our lives. In uh, John 20 and verse 2, where it talks about, the man whom Jesus loved, John spent all his time with Jesus Christ, and he's the only one that that uh, discusses the uh, the word throughout the entire Bible, and in only four different places that he talks about this. And there's a that expression is a little bit uh, inaccurate in the King James, where he says whom Jesus loved. Well, he loves all of us. But he loved John in a special way that, that they, they really could uh, converse well, and, and uh, John was a very intelligent man, although Peter was the, in charge of the, uh, the Church. John was certainly uh, the great intellect of the Church. And Christ spent time with him, and prepared him for a future work. He wrote the whole book of Revelation and the Epistles of John, and the Gospel of John. And Jesus Christ was there working with Him, the WORD that He was able to touch and and love and spend time with. And they they even uh, were found often lying on each other's shoulder. They were very close. And that was how John loved him and how he LEARNED from him, and why he had such profound truths for us to understand. What a blessing that is! What an enormous blessing that is! We wrote in the uh, Last Hour booklet, He received an abundance of truth and information from Christ that the other disciples did not. See, John lived a lot longer than the others, and he was around, and Christ had more work for him to do after the others had been martyred. Martyred, all of them killed in this world. That's the way it is. See, because they're eating from the wrong tree, they're, they they kill the Son of God, and they they're hostile toward God the Father, and the God family. That's the problem with this world. If we're ever going to really understand the foundation of this world we're going to have to realize we're eating from the wrong tree the tree of death and god says he wants us to eat from the tree of life what a marvelous and wonderful and majestic truth that is it is monumental in our spiritual lives we must learn it and be thankful that we're here and to uh, and allowed by God to be a part of all of this and understand the trees and go back from that beginning, those two trees, and oh, what a future you are going to see for yourself! Until next week, this is Gerald Flurry, goodbye, friends!
0: The world around you is beset by deadly problems. Learn how to solve world problems by identifying the original cause, by studying how things developed from the beginning. The Apostle John's in the bosom relationship with Jesus Christ unlocked vast oceans of spiritual understanding. John was the only New Testament writer to identify Christ as the Word. John studied from the beginning, He went back to the original sin of Adam and Eve to grasp the reason why the world became flesh. He went back to the two trees to understand how mankind built a civilization in rebellion against God. He went back to the angelic rebellion to know his archenemy, Satan the devil. He went back to eternal prehistory to marvel at the majesty of the great God who created the universe. Request Gerald Flurry's free booklet, The Last Hour, for the astounding, from-the-beginning vision that kept John moving forward despite savage persecution. Just decades after Christ died, John witnessed many of God's church congregations being taken over by traitors. His biblical writings reflect his belief that he was living in The Last Hour, before Jesus Christ's second coming. In fact, it was only a type of our time today. Every detail of what John prophesied is now being fulfilled. John's last-hour epistles are mainly for God's end-time church. By studying from the beginning, the Apostle John knew God's secret. Request the last hour to uncover God's master plan to invite all mankind into His family. Understand the epic prehistory of God and the Word, two God beings who have lived together in perfect harmony for all eternity. Realize what led to them creating angels, the earth and the universe, and mankind. Learn the staggering depth of love revealed by Christ's sacrifice. Study from the beginning to comprehend the incredible purpose of your life. Also request our free reprint article, Mystery of the Two Trees. Dig up the roots of the two trees to learn how they expose the devil. Examine the fruits of the two trees so you will know which one to choose. These two trees represent two opposite ways of life, and only one is correct. Only one leads to abundant blessings that never fade away. You will also receive a free copy of our booklet, God is a Family. No subject has been more misunderstood than the very nature of God. What does the Bible say on the subject of the Trinity? You might be surprised. Included in your order will be a transcript of this television program. Study God's Word from the beginning to be inspired beyond belief. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request The Last Hour, Mystery of the Two Trees, God is a Family, and From the Beginning, Order Now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. All our literature is available free of charge, at no cost or obligation to you. Request The Last Hour, Mystery of the Two Trees, God is a Family, and From the Beginning. Order now. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629. For the free literature, call toll-free 1-800-339-7629.